Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome into the FSC channel. Stop flexing. That's disgusting. Uh, welcome into the FSC channel, guys. We're doing a mock draft today, a PPR, uh, half PPR mock draft. Uh, just kind of regular settings. We're going to do uh, two uh, flex spots, a uh, defense, no kickers. So I, I had to get, I had to get my one. We're going to do four bench spots. So a quick draft here. Um, we'll go ahead and start it off. Uh, but before I do, let's hit the intro. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. All right, guys, welcome in. Uh, Nick, how's it going? We got Notorious Fantasy on the channel today, um, knocking out a mock with us. For sure. I'm doing fucking great right now, besides the fact that my fish just died a couple of minutes ago. So it's a bit sad, but let's get into the video regardless. Let's do This draft is for them. Uh, quick, uh, yeah, quick, quick silent moment. There we go. Wait, both both yeah. of them went away? Totally yeah, they both died. Oh, that's unfortunate. It's heart-wrenching. Um, my soul. Ooh, I got the 106. It does. So, yeah, Nick's at the 106. I'm at the 108. Danny's at the 109. Let's see how this goes. Oh, um, mock draft starting in five seconds. Danny, how's it going today? I know I asked Nick, but how's it going today for you? Doing well, doing well. Just uh, finished recording with uh, Bush not too long ago. Uh, stay tuned. Thursday's Hakamani's video. This Danny, be... this is coming out Friday. You're breaking the walls. They already know what happened. Come on. Hey, there you go. So uh, just so you guys know, that's why I'm wearing the same shirt. So I know. <laughs> uh, check out Rook over here. Um, yeah. So Nick, you're on the clock. What's your decision here? Well, a bunch of running backs already came off the board. So I really have no choice here but to go with my main man, Joseph Mixon here. I thought I'd be able to get someone else here considering usually Michael Thomas gets picked before the 106, but they didn't. So I was stuck with Joseph Mixon here. Yeah, uh, MT doesn't follow my lap. Uh, quick tear drawing down the face. It's going to be okay. Uh, two flex spots. I'm never going to touch wide receiver if there's two flex spots. Uh, one, I, I guess I could go with it in the first round, but I'm going to go Dalvin Cook here. Uh, am I concerned about Dalvin Cook? No, I am not. He's going to sign back. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Uh, but if he is, who cares? He's going to miss games anyways. Might as well miss the beginning ones. Yeah, so now I'm in the spot here where there are about five running backs I'd feel comfortable with at the 204, and I know none of you can snipe me. So uh, I'm going to get my wide receiver one overall in Devontae Adams here and hope one of those guys make it back, which it looks like, ooh, I got a tough choice here. Uh, it's between, for me, Miles Sanders and Austin Eckler. Are we in a full or half PPR format? It is, is a half PPR format. It's a half PPR format, so I'm going to lean uh, Miles Sanders ever so slightly here. I mean, I have Sanders at my seven, uh, Eckler at my nine, so, I mean, it's neck and neck for me here, but I'm going to lock up Sanders. Uh, really like the player there, so, yeah, we'll roll with it. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of how the mock is uh, shaping up right now. Um, no way in hell I don't go with him. Nick Chubb on the board. Yes, please. Uh, again, I like to solidify the running backs. You guys know me. I'm Mr. Hoard, your running back, and I'm going to do it uh, right there, too, with Nick Chubb. Now I got Nick Chubb and Dalvin Cook. Uh, I may be going for the risk. So, yeah, yeah how's, how it's shaping up. Uh, yes, did start with a six running back uh, rollout. Then Michael Thomas went off. I went Dalvin Cook. Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, Tyree Kill, Julio to finish the first round. Kenyon Drake to start the second. Then George Kittle, DeAndre Hopkins, Danny goes Miles Sanders. I go Nick Chubb, Chris Godwin, and now Nick is on the board. 
Yeah, I mean, for me, it was an easy pick here. I already have yeah. Mixon, so I'm going to go ahead and pick my other running back in Austin Eckler. I mean, it was an easy choice. Uh, if Miles Sanders would have been there, I still would have went with Eckler. And I think I found it funny that the two tight ends have already came off the board in the second round. I feel like that's a little early. Typically, it's the third round. But yeah. I don't know. That's just not my how I would draft. And I'll tell you, it's, it's guys, single quarterback. We saw two quarterbacks go off, too. I'm not a fan of quarterbacks early. Never will be. I really don't see the point discrepancy really being all that big enough for me to want to make a change. Nick, I'll let you make your pick here. Yeah, right here I went with, and I got my first wide receiver in Allen Robinson. I just think he's so much better than Amari Cooper. I mean, Amari Cooper is going to finish wide receiver 12. But at the end of the day, like, he has those really off games. So I'd rather get a guy who I think is going to be even better this year with Foles and Allen Robinson. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Yeah, I'm going to go with a bold decision. I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor here. Uh, again, wrapping up the running backs very early. Uh, it was not a sexy board, and I love the wide receivers this year. I just love them. It's such a deep position. I feel like I can do that. Yeah, for sure. I, I like that pick. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is going to have a lot of upside second half of the season. I agree with that. I've said that multiple times. Maybe first four weeks he might struggle out of the gate, but you have two solidified running backs to really pair with him. So he's, he presents that upside past that, so I really like that. I'm going to lock down Melvin Gordon as my RB2 here. Getting him at the late third round, I think that presents good value for him. Uh, he's kind of being swept under the rug. I think he's a, a very okay. underrated asset at this point. So getting him at the end of the third round, I like that. Uh, matching up here, it's really between two guys. I pump Robert Woods all the time, but I also do like Calvin Ridley. So to spice it up, mix it up, I have these guys back-to-back pretty much. I'm just going to go Calvin Ridley here. Uh, kind of diversify the revenue if you know, if you know how it is. So. Yeah, I'm going to be completely honest, Danny. I was just waiting for your decision. I was just going to go with the other one. I'll take Robert Woods easily. Uh, there's kind of a tier gap here. Really not sure why. I really find um, him and Ridley kind of being in the same neck of the woods. But yeah, either way, wherever you went was where I was going to go the other way. So, good pick. Yeah, yeah I mean, you guys took both of the players I probably would have taken here. Now at the wide receiver position, there just doesn't seem to be any guys I like. I mean, I like Sutton. I like Allen, but – I'd rather just wait. So I'm going to go with running back Le'Veon Bell here. Obviously, he's my running back three. So that's pretty good. I mean, if he's your running back one, you should be kind of worried because the guy's just going to be like a four floor play, not a four play every single week. Ooh, perhaps. Now we are up back again at the fifth round. I already have three running bikes. So we're going to go ahead and get a fourth one in my boy, David Montgomery. Because right after Dave Montgomery, I see a huge fall off unless you can get a guy like Kareem Hunt to me. Yeah, hey, I don't mind that pick at all. Um, I'm kind of looking with the team that I, I really, really like right now. Uh, I, I'll mention this. Uh, is it dangerous? I, I'm going to answer yes, but is it dangerous to go the first five rounds without getting three running backs? Uh, I would say yes. Uh, again, because of the scarcity factor, by the way, Terry McLaurin, nice pick. I was thinking about Thank him you, in the next pick as well. Uh, I'm going to go with a, a guy that has, I've really warmed up to uh, around the cycle. I've always had him high, but uh, just looking for uh, looking into the aspects, uh, DeAndre Swift is kind of being swept under the rug here. Getting him at the late fifth round, I do believe he can end up getting that 12 to 15 type at the very minimum workload in that offense. And they picked him in the top 40 for a reason. We all had him highly regarded out of college. So uh, I love De- uh, DeAndre Swift. More information will be provided in that Hawk Commodities video you guys would have seen by now. So uh, I-, I love that pick personally. Going back on the clock here and just DJ Chark falling to me is just an absolute gr- massive grab. So lock him up. No, no ifs, ands, or buts. DJ Chark, sixth round pick. I love it. Yeah, another situation where I'm like, okay, I, I can function with Chark. I, I prefer Chark. Um, but DK was the other option. DK goes here. Uh, guys, this again, like I'm saying, you can't, you can't dodge running backs early. You just can't. I go three running backs. I solidify that position. 
I've got DK and Jonathan Taylor sitting in my, in my flex spot. I, I love covering running backs early, and now I don't really feel like I'm in too much danger. I can take some risk on some other players. For yeah, sure. I mean, I, right here where, where I'm at, I mean, all the guys I wanted, you guys picked, like Metcalf and uh, Mr. DJ Chark. So I'll go with, like, the second-best option here in Tyler Boyd, who I think is going to be another 1,000-yard receiving season yet again. I mean, the guy's just been safe two years in a row, so I think he's pretty solid value going as on Fantasy Pros. He's ranked wide receiver 31, and I think that's just criminally low. So I'm back up on the board. I already have oh, four a couple of receivers backs. I loved went off. I already have four running backs. So I don't really think I need to get Sony Michelle because Sony Michelle right now, it's seeming like he may go on the pup to begin the uh, training camp or whatever they have to do first. So I'm going to make a pick and go wide receiver here between Julian Edelman or Marvin Jones. I'd rather go with the higher upside to me in Marvin Jones over the safety in Julian Edelman since I feel like I already have two safe wide receivers. I love both of those players, so you couldn't have gone wrong there. Great pick. Yeah, uh, so I'm back up. I'm going to look at kind of a, a guy who I, I've been very much attracted to in the offseason. Uh, I'm all over Jordan Howard right now. I, I just am. I think he's going to be the core back for that system. I don't really trust Matt Burita's health. And him as my fourth running back, again, I, I, I probably will never leave the first seven rounds without getting four running backs, rarely ever. And uh, I touched Jordan Howard here to uh, kind of wrap up that position. I'll probably get some guys later on, though. So uh, I typically don't go earlier-ish quarterback. But, I mean, Russell Wilson is a clear tier break to me. And getting him at the end of the seventh round uh, provides good value here. So I'm going to lock him up. Uh, again, I typically don't take a quarterback this early. But, man, Russell Wilson was such a tier break that it was, it was worth it for me. Yeah, fair. A bunch of quarterbacks go off right after. Yeah, back, back on the clock here. I'm looking at it. I mean, I, I really like Sony Michelle. Uh, the, the, the pop kind of scares me right now. So uh, I'm a little hesitant uh, at this current stage. So uh, I'm still looking at the receivers again. You guys know how much I love Deontay Johnson. Uh, he's definitely a consideration and ultimately going to be the pick here. I mean, uh, between him and Slayton, I'm just going to lock down uh, Johnson back to back for me. Uh, yeah, eighth round. I like that value. Did you like carry on? Maybe if uh, you could have stacked him with Swift, maybe would have grabbed carry on there. Uh, a little early for me. Uh, I don't necessarily love the eighth round value of him. I mean, if I could get him in like the ninth, maybe 10th, I would have been uh, more comfortable. It, I, I just, he scares the crap out of me. Uh, maybe it, it would have been a little more worth it because I have Swift. But at the end of the day, I do think it, w- it will end up being Swift's backfield. So I'm ultimately uh, comfortable rolling with him. Uh, just know I got to lock down maybe a more safer uh, running back option, like the ninth or 10th. So I uh, yeah. got that plan in mind. I go JK. Uh, I'm just doing that for the pure upside of the back half of the season. I feel like my running back position is very much covered up uh, till the back half when I'm going to have JK and Jonathan Taylor go wild. Nick, I'll let you explain your pick and then your pick after that. All right. So I went with Sony Michelle. Obviously I am worried. I brought up the pup thing, but at the end of the day, he's my running back five. So do I need him at the beginning of the season? Probably not. So even if it takes a bit for him to be healthy, that's all fine with me. So now I'm up on the clock again. I'm going to go with wide receiver, John Brown here to me. This guy's just the ultimate sleeper. I talk about him in so many videos. I just think he's going to be so safe this year. So I don't see a reason why I would pick anyone below him besides maybe Anthony Miller, who I really like as well. Yeah, like yeah so risky uh, running back and wide receiver room right now. Uh, I'm looking at the tight end, and uh, I'm going to tell you, I don't mind Evan Ingram at this value. Um, you're getting him in the ninth round, and I'm going to get yelled at by sleeper. Uh, you're getting him in the ninth round, and yes, I'll probably go with a safer kind of reliable option later, but I do get um, I, I get Ingram, and I feel fairly safe about that pick. I definitely like that pick. Now I'm looking back on the, on the clock here. Uh, it might be a little bit of a reach according to the ADP, but uh, – 
I, I'm going to take uh, Zach Moss here again. 909 for a guy like that. He's going to get uh, 10 to 12 touches per game vacated by Frank Gore. Uh, goal line work. I like the value here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap him up. Uh, I feel confident about that. I like that pick. Uh, yeah. Uh, back on the clock here is my boy still on the board. Let me do a quick little. Uh, oh, is he gone? Damn. Nicole Hardman's taken. Okay, that's uh, – oh, he was just sniped. Okay. Well, a uh, little, little plan B action here. Kind of kind of going on. We love plan B, don't we, Danny? Let me let me just wrap up uh, Tyler Higby here. Uh, if you wrapped up, you wouldn't have to use plan B. I mean, 10th Amen. round for a guy like Amen. that, incredible upside. We saw how what he was able to do at the end of last season. Uh, I like him a lot. I'm a little higher on him than the rest of the consensus of our brand, but uh, I genuinely think he has uh, top six overall upside at the oh, position. He's a bastard. He's able yeah, to uh, – yeah, I had to go. I had to go. Am had to go. Alexander Madison. I have Cook on my team. Let's just back him up with a safe option. Uh, I feel really safe about my running backs, but let's go ahead and make sure my handcuff is taken care of, and I don't have to trade for that. Uh, trading for handcuffs is a bitch. A lot of people want more value than than they really should be getting. So I get my backup uh, right here. Love that. I'm on the clock right now. I don't have a tight end, so I'm going to easily get my guy here that I think is going to obviously skyrocket up the uh, the draft board in Hayden Hurst. He's by easily the best tight end that goes like around this round, like eight round eight to ten. I think he may even move up to be one of those middle round tight ends. Guys like Vance McDonald, who we saw last year, who just skyrocket based off the hype. I think that's what's going to happen to Hayden Hurst. The thing with Hurst, yeah, too, compared to Vance, is we know that Hurst is going to have a, vi- a big volume role in that offense. I mean, look at all the vacated t- uh, production left behind. Austin Hooper, Muhammad Sanu. You're getting Hayden Hurst. He's probably going to get around 100 targets just simply based off what Austin Hooper was able to do last season. Uh, and I think Hurst is a more naturally, tight and, uh, naturally talented player in general. So uh, I love that pick. I currently have him like one spot uh, ahead of Higby. I just thought I was going to be able to pair them two and ultimately get that upside tight end. So Yeah, uh, I go – I go Emmanuel Sanders with my pick. I absolutely love it. I think the value is ridiculous on him uh, for how for how low his ADP is right now. Uh, he's going to be the two on a very pass uh, pass efficient offense. I, I'm very excited to see Emmanuel Sanders put in some serious work for this team. Finally, a real two on their offense. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take Michael Pittman here. Uh, none of us believe in the health of T.Y. Hilton, so I do think he can carve out a role even as early as his rookie season. I was going to take Chase Edmonds, but he got sniped, so uh, that that plan kind of went out the drain too. So. Uh, yeah, I, I like where we're looking here. Uh, and there are, there's one bench spot left on my team. So after this, this is the DST, since there's only one bench spot, let me just take the upside shot. It say Higby doesn't hit. I'll take my other upside tight end, Johnu Smith here and not look back. So I love Johnu. Yeah, I appreciate you doing that. Uh, it opens up Mike Kosecki for me. Again, I took a very risky, very risky Evan Ingram. I'm going to take a pretty good safe floor play that, that rarely gets hurt. Uh, and Mike Kosecki, I'm very excited for that pick uh, to kind of wrap up that tight end position. Uh, always wrap it up. Exactly. So for me, there's a lot of players available here at the quarterback position that I could take. Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, Stafford, Danny Dimes, even Big Ben, Tannehill, all good options. To me, I think the best player available right now is the GOAT, Tom Brady. So that's who I'm going to go ahead and select here. Even though I think a guy like Carson Wentz might have more upside, I think Tom Brady is just overall the safer pick here. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I like Tom Brady. I mean, the stability, the weapons that he has there. Uh, yeah, can't go wrong there. Good pick. 
All right, so now it's my pick again, and now I have to pick a defense. So what I typically do for defense, which is something that most people, I assume, do, where you just draft a defense that's playing a bad team week one, and then you just cut them. So the Chargers week one have a good game, I believe. They play up against the Bengals with Joe Burrow. You only know that because of me, dude. No, I I talk about it in every mock, so you can go watch on my channel. You know what? Screw it. I'm not taking a defense because I still have to wrap up one of my last positions it's the uh, the guy that throws the ball, um, and I'm plenty okay going with Danny Dimes, Mr. Pass, Mr. Pass. Absolutely love this guy. Mr. Run the ball. Um, fantastic player. I'll take him here. Very high upside for the 13th round. I just, I just want to note that Tyler made us draft defenses and then doesn't select one. Yeah, literally. That's how uh, we do it. Guys, I'm dirty. I'm dirty on the channel. Uh, Again, I don't know. Uh, I'm not really going to evaluate the options right right now specifically. I just want to point out my favorite sleeper defense that if you can get late uh, last round, go for it. It's going to be Indianapolis. They're opening six or seven weeks. It's just absolutely absurd. Fantastic. So uh, let, let me wrap up the Colts here, and uh, I feel comfortable with that. Oh, I got a 95 grade, guys. You can't you can't beat it. Yeah, fantasy pros just sleepers or just sleeping. All righty. So let's, uh, we can look at the projected standings, um, how it all shapes off. Wow. Tyler just absolutely ropes you guys. Um, let's go over the final draft board here real quick. Uh, we'll start with your team, Nick. Let, let, let me see kind of what your mindset was throughout this. So at the beginning, obviously, I like in the first three rounds, I typically try to get two running backs, typically round one and two, unless the value is obviously there. Like even Michael Thomas, like a team seven where seven was drafted, like that's good value, but I'd rather go ahead and get a running back. So I got four running backs in the first five rounds to just completely solidify my running backs and my flexes. And then I went ahead and drafted a bunch more wide receivers, guys that I think have a lot of upside. Guys like Marvin Jones, who honestly could easily be a top 12 wide receiver like half the time during the season as long as he could stay healthy. But we all know he'll probably only play like 12 or 13 games. I went with Sony Michelle late at the running back position to try to get like an upside type of play. A guy who I think if he could stay healthy could be good. I went with John Brown late. Because I like him. Anthony Miller, I, re- I do realize that I did draft three Chicago Bears, which might have been the dumbest thing ever. But with that <laughs> said, if Anthony Miller ends up uh, being pretty good, I could probably trade him. And then I went with Hayden Hurst, obviously, late at the tight end position because he's Great by pick. far my favorite tight end. And overall, I think the, the whole goal of my draft is just to draft a shit ton of running backs at the beginning, get the good ones that I think have a chance late. And then the middle rounds, I typically go with some wide receivers, and I go late quarterback and late tight end. Absolutely. Like um, <laughs> touching on my team. Uh, it's got to be three running backs to start. I, I really don't know another strategy that that I feel comfortable with without going with those three running backs. I feel like I solidified that very, very quickly. Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, they're big high-end plays, um, little injury risk, but I did get Madison to back them up with a little cup down below. Um, then I went Robert Woods uh, before I went Jonathan Taylor. So I, again, made sure I solidified that running back position. I also touched up uh, J.K. Dobbins and Jordan Howard too. To wrap up that running back position, I really was doing that uh, just as Jordan Howard, mainly just for beginning of the season, kind of safe play. And, and J.K. and Jonathan Taylor, I think, will just take off towards the back half of the season. Um, look at the wide receiver position, three straight, right, after I went with those three running backs. I think that's a really great strategy. We grabbed Robert Woods, Terry McLaurin, and D.K. A lot of upside play in that, and then a really, really safe floor play in Robert Woods. And I think Terry McLaurin can turn himself into a really safe Love floor it. play as well. I've had Emmanuel Sanders as well for another safe floor play. Again, I'm just trying to get consistent points with this team. Um, we go with the high-end risk, Evan Ingram, who puts up a lot of points when he's healthy, but we also wrap it up with Mike Gusecki to ensure that I still can feel the tight end. Uh, Daniel Jones to wrap up the draft as well. Um, very risky to, uh, to be a breakout kind of candle this year, but I can see it happening 
I feel really comfortable with my team. Daniel? Yeah, I, I like your team a lot too. Uh, again, I, I tried a different strategy. Uh, typically, again, as you guys know from the channel, uh, I love, uh, like Tyler said, locking down the running back position because of the scarcity, because of the ultimate upside you get from those top 12 to top 15 or so uh, players at the position. They ultimately run out basically by the end of the second round, third round, you kind of get a little iffy, but uh, my wide receiver one overall was on the board. So I just just took Devontae Adams to kind of spice it up, see how it went. Uh, Otherwise I probably would have locked down uh, Sanders and Eckler if I didn't do so. So uh, again, I love, love Devontae Adams. As I mentioned, my wide receiver one overall, lock him down 109. Good value on him. Uh, Ended up getting uh, Miles Sanders on the turn my RB seven. So I was more than happy that he fell to me uh, again, super upside play there. Lockdown Melvin Gordon, a little bit safer uh, end of the third round. I think he provides a little more stability uh, pairs with Miles Sanders. Doesn't leave me fully uh, uh, out, out of the woods at the running back position. So uh, like that Calvin Ridley breakout candidate. We've talked him up so many times on the channel. Just keep watching us and you'll, you'll know uh, vacated production talent splits when uh, he was actually operating, uh, without Cooper uh, in the offense last year. I mean, again, just stud player. DeAndre Swift, again, Thursday's episode, go watch. DJ Chark, top 20 receiver for me, getting him in the sixth round is absolute robbery. Russell Wilson, I kind of uh, I kind of differed from my uh, strategy of taking quarterbacks late, but ultimately here, he was the last uh, player in my top tier. So uh, getting him at the end of the seventh round, can't complain. Deontay Johnson, sleeper candidate. I think he has a really uh, break, really good breakout season ahead of him. Zach Moss, ability. Tyler Higby, again, it was between him and Hayden Hurst, kind of diversified it, have them kind of back-to-back in my rankings. I think he's an upside play as well. Michael Pittman, we don't believe in T.Y. Hilton, so why wouldn't we take the wide receiver two in that offense? John Smith, top 10 tight end for me, for, uh, 12th round no-brainer. And then sleeper defense is going to be the Colts for me. Uh, really good opening schedule for them. I really think they can get out of the gate and uh, – Really, really prove themselves as a defense. I mean, DeForest Buckner, big offseason addition for them. Uh, definitely could be a sleeper team in general, especially uh, on the defensive end as well. Absolutely. Guys, uh, we had a lot of fun. Hopefully you got this far in the video. If you did, subscribe, like, comment down below. We'd really appreciate it. Clearly like the content. So also hit the bell. Make sure you get notifications for when you get the content in 6 o'clock every morning. <laughs> Guys, we're turning in like an 18-video schedule starting next week. We're very excited to start pumping out more videos for you guys. Check out Shady Rays down below. Grab yourself a pair of sunglasses, 25% off on their website right now. Doing fantastic deals all year long. Go check them out. Jump into our drafters link as well. Uh, we'll start doing those. That's going to be every uh, Tuesday. So very excited videos uh, coming out for there. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, just guys, to mention, uh, go ahead. Sec. Sorry, just to mention, code in the description. Use code FSC uh, for, for a $10 deposit. You get 50% uh, match back. Basically any deposit. You get 50% match back. What that means, you deposit $10 on the site, you get $15 worth of credits to use on the site, you know, and they're just fun best ball drafts. You draft the roster, uh, but a dollar, dollar ten per draft, uh, you end up getting it pooled for the season. Don't set your lineup, whatever. Uh, again, it's a really fun experience and, uh, again, cheap, quick drafts that you are actually going to be able to get into videos with us as well. So, uh, yeah, don't miss out on that opportunity, especially uh, if you get a 50% match back basically for free by using our code. So. absolutely guys we had a ton of fun nick we appreciate you being on here uh from tyler to the audience you guys have a great rest of your day see ya peace